Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. Right now, there are close to 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in state legislatures across the country. Lambda Legal is leading the charge against these hateful bills that target mostly trans and non-binary people. You can fight discrimination and help write the next chapter of Lambda Legal history. To learn more about their open cases and to donate, visit lambdalegal.org. That's lambdalegal.org. We love your plant, Sophie. Everyone loves your plant. Listeners, people on the internet... Find Sophie on Twitter and tell her you like her plant. It's a raven's easy, and it brings me so much happiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It does. It's my goth plant. It's a good plant. It seems very goth. It's like that song. What's something goth? The Black Parade? That song was pretty goth, right? Yeah. From, from when, when I was in high school? Yeah. That seems goth. Yeah, it was like yeah. that. You Margaret? Just- <laughs> I'm not laughing at your choice of God. How you doing? I'm That's laughing. not my choice. Totally that was just like the one music. song. When I think about like goth stuff from high school, that was a song. That's the only thing I remember. I, you know, I actually have. This I know dead there must zone be other goth pop stuff. culture. Yeah. As soon as I left high school, I did not notice a pop culture for ten years, um, and I was way too elite of a goth at that time to do be even listening to goth from my own era. I was far more interested in Sisters of Mercy. See, I've never even heard of that, but I was never goth. I was never into that <laughs> stuff. I was just adjacent to it because mm-hmm. the goth kids were also the kids you were most likely to be able to play D and D with. So, yes, yeah. 
that's that's how I caught. Also, some of this that is behind the bastards, and we're here with Margaret Kiljoy. This is a podcast about people you can play D anD D with when you are in high school, like Margaret, Andrew Eldritch from Sisters of Mercy. Yeah, pretty good D anD D person. I I wish. I mean, yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret. How do you feel about like, what is it? Fifth edition versus I'm still a Pathfinder, you know, Pathfinder guy. Like I never got past three, five. It, it gave me everything I wanted in terms of rules. I actually like five, uh, five E more than 3.5. I wasn't expecting that to be the case. Uh, I thought 3.5 felt done. And then mm-hmm. fourth edition was obviously a nightmare. And yeah. then, um, I started playing five E and it's my favorite dungeons and dragons. And I can elitistly claim to be playing since, um, uh, AD&D. Yeah, that was my first uh, generation was AD&D. I do remember Thacko. By yeah. the way, this is also again behind the bastards, and we're here. What, what, my- what, what do we? What do we? What is our? What is our job here? Are we not talking about D and D? Not not today. Uh, All right, well, but, but we but, but we are talking with Margaret Kiljoy, who who well, who is the newest uh, uh, person on our, our network, Cool Zone Media. That's right. That's right. Yeah. We have we have uh, contractually locked you in. Um, to to producing content and and entering the death spiral of content creation for podcasts. I was Hooray. Gonna, I was going to say I'm really thrilled and very happy, <laughs> but okay. I, I'm always going to call it a death spiral because it is. Um, Margaret, how are you liking the spiral? <laughs> I you know all of life is a death spiral. That's right. So that's right. Really, yeah. you just you choose which spiral to to go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, into. it's like a water park. Yeah, or a toilet. yeah, or a toilet. Yeah, I mean. Toilets and water parks, very similar in a number of ways. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll move on. Um, Margaret, how do you feel about people being harassed by the internet until they commit suicide? Oh my Generally God. negative. Yeah, um, that was a bad, that was a bad pivot. Oh my yeah, God. that's not my, not my favorite thing that's ever happened to anyone. It's, it's not. It's like, it's really, I think at this point, everyone here has seen what happens when people come into the crosshairs of a digital hate mob, right? Like it's like a mm-hmm. daily occurrence on the internet now. And yeah. yeah. So I think there is kind of some resilience that's been built up. Like a, like we've all kind of been vaccinated from Gamergate. So I think maybe people are a little more prepared for it now than they used to be. But if you remember like Gamergate times, especially 2013, 14, when these mobs started going after these women who were like video game reviewers and stuff mm-hmm. and how like it it felt really unprecedented and it was just like this this bizarre horrible thing that we all started to realize was going to be with us forever um yeah it's 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 a problem um and it's a problem that has uh, uh, uh continues on like it's one of those things normally like people talk pretty openly about like oh who's the main character on Twitter today you know who's being like harassed or whatever today, but there's like, and that's kind of the side of it. I guess when I'm talking about like that, there's been some kind of immunity built up. That's mm-hmm. the side of it where there's like, oh yeah, you just know that like every now and then, if you have any kind of prominence on the internet, you know, you could wind up getting like yelled at or made fun of or whatever for a period of time, and that's just something, right? You, especially if you're going to be making things for the internet, you just accept it. Um, but even though it's gotten a little more standardized, there's still this really tremendously deadly underbelly to it. Um, up until June 
June of 2021, Nier was a well-loved developer of emulators. Uh, Nier, also known as BYU, B-Y-U-U, uh, was non-binary as well as autistic. These characteristics made them an ideal target of a website called Kiwi Farms. Do you know anything about Kiwi Farms, Margaret? No, this sounds okay. like the kind of nightmare stuff that I've avoided successfully yeah, until this moment. That's a good thing to do. It's a good thing to avoid. Um, in brief, Kiwi Farms is a forum where people gather information on and harass individuals they call lol cows. Um, the name <laughs> comes from the fact that the behavior of these people, specifically their reactions to harassment, provide an endless font of lols, like a cow provides milk. Right? That's why they. Uh, what they that's how uh-huh. they're looking at this. Like I, we have this like stable of people who we can kind of prod and. Poke intermittently to like make us laugh. Um, mm-hmm. That's that the attitude. Healthy. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it sounds good. It sounds like a lot of people who are doing well in life yeah. and emotionally. So one of Nier's friends wrote a Google Doc explaining what Kiwi Farms did to Nier, who seems to have been targeted for the same reason predators usually pick their targets. Um, Nier had been abused before, um, and they were seen as kind of vulnerable. Quote, and this is from. Uh, from one of their friends. Not to be defeated in their pursuit of utter emotional and psychological destruction, they went after who near treasured most, their friends, doxing some, directly harassing others, and even specifically seeking out suicidal people to target. That broke near. After falling down a spiral of depression and eventually breaking off contact with everyone last year, I feared for the worst. Eventually, they were luckily able to get help and found medication that helped them cope with the psychological scars of abuse in late 2020. I first heard from Nier again in late October 2020, and we even started having chats. It seemed things were getting better. Unfortunately, medication can be a fickle beast. It didn't work forever. The looming threat of Kiwi Farms, of their power to destroy not just Nier but also their friends, caused them daily anxiety that just wouldn't go away. Worried that their friends would feel burdened by their condition again, Nier decided to avoid the subject. I only found out about this relapse today. To the people of Kiwi Farms, this is a video game. That people on the other side of the screen are real makes no difference. The delight and the kill counter going up just like an FPS player would. Lacking any empathy, they have no regard for the damage they inflict on others. So, as you might have guessed, Nier committed suicide in June of 2021. Um, Kiwi Farms denied having any, anything to do with the suicide or of encouraging mm-hmm. harassment against Nier. Um, it's worth noting that Nier is the third person in recent years whose suicide has been blamed to some extent on relentless harassment from Kiwi Farms. So today we're going to talk about where Kiwi Farms comes from. Um, they're not the primary subject of our episode, though. We will be talking about their very first victim. And, and not just their very first victim, we're going to be talking about the person I think is probably the first victim of concerted online harassment, like the first person that this happened to in any kind of sizable way. Um, And that person uh, is a, I guess you'd call them an internet content creator named Chris Chan. Um, Or at least that's the name she kind of has picked for herself. Uh, The first, the first victim of like gamified abuse and cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know anything about this person? I No, I don't. I know a lot about people harassing people on the internet yes. and it causing real life impacts yes. and bomb threats and yes. doxing and all that stuff. So Chris Chan is where that playbook started getting sketched out for the first time. Chris Chan has been kind of continuously harassed for something like 20 years now. Oh my um, God. It is. It has been going on a tremendously long time, and and I should note, Christian is not a good person, um, and okay. not a sympathetic person. Like they are to blame for not the harassment, but for a lot of the unpleasantness in their life because they've made mm-hmm. a lot of horrible choices. Um, I should note here that recently, 
uh, since about 2017. We'll get into this. Chris Chan identifies as Christine as well as Chris Chan. They still use both names, um, okay. they, but they identify as Christine. Christine now they have transitioned. Um, we'll be gendering her properly even when we discuss her early life. And when I mm-hmm. read quotes from other people talking about her, I'm going to do uh, my best to not misgender her even when they do. We will still call her Chris Chan as well as Christine because, again, she still identifies as Chris Chan on social media. So I think that's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So um, she was born on – Christine Chandler was born on February 24th, 1982 at Martha Jefferson Hospital in Charlottesville, Virginia. Her father, Bob, worked as an engineer at Western Electric. Uh, he was apparently a very gifted one, and he held patents for nine different inventions over the course of his career. He collected classic jazz music and stamps. Her mother, Barbara, was a secretary at Virginia Power. She and Bob both had estranged children from other marriages prior to getting together. Barbara is alleged to have been abusive, and we know her 17-year-old son, I think, emancipated himself before uh, Christine was born. Um, Bob had two kids who were not really in his his life. So both of these people had, like, were fairly old when they had Christine um, and had kids that they had kind of either abandoned or who had been like, I don't want anything to do with you. So maybe not great parents. Probably not. I don't know everything about the circumstances, but you know, like if you have three kids between you and none of them want anything to do with you, that's maybe not the best sign. sign. (laughs) Bad sign. Um, Barbara was and is, she is still alive, a massive hoarder. Um, Christine's childhood was always going to be challenging. You know, this is a lot already. We've discussed a significant amount to kind of go into as a baby. Mm -hmm. Um, At one point, Bob built a workshop uh, for him and his child to make things in together. He was very excited about like, oh, you know, I'm going to, we're going to have all these projects together. And they never got to use it because Barbara just like filled it up with junk. She just is this kind of like, that kind of breaks my heart. There's like nothing more than, you know, father, daughter crafting time. Yeah. Yeah. But, but Barbara just like, can't not collect mm-hmm. shit, um, which is a thing that Christine will inherit. Um, inherit may be the wrong word, but will wind up doing as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Christine uh, claimed years later that she spoke her first word, monkey, at two months old, which is likely not possible. <laughs> she lies a lot about things, you know. Uh-huh. Um, she makes up a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think kids can say uh, speak at that at that earliest date. I've known a couple of two month olds and sure, and are so yeah. familiar with the concept of monkey that yeah, of also how would they making random noises. <laughs> yeah, you know, they like I don't know. I'm yeah. not an expert in child speech development, but well, I am. And okay, uh, I, no, I I'm not. Yeah. Well, that's your previous job before yeah. this. Yeah, I'm an expert at shit talking little kids because they can't talk back. They don't know how to talk. It's real easy. <laughs> Does that mean you use up your one oh. lie on them like right away? Yeah, immediately, immediately. Yeah. But you just have to like keep it going for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. I did have, I had I, a, a person who I'm very close to, uh, their uncle, the lie that he told her was that Star Trek The Next Generation was real. Um, and that like, <laughs> yeah, that when she was it's like not. six and then, yeah. <laughs> which is a nice lie, I think. If you get yeah. to believe for a while that all yeah. those people are really up there, that's not a mean one. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually might prefer that to Santa Claus. Yeah, let's I just don't convince like the little Claus kids lies. that, that yeah. the star that the the Starship Enterprise is out there. <laughs> and then at age ten, you sit them down and tell them that there's no joy in the world, and yeah, they have to they have to. Yeah, there's to no create. replicators. Sorry, yeah, there's, there's nothing. Sorry. <laughs> um, 
That would break kids in an interesting new way. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we need yeah. more of. Yeah, well, you're going to break them some way, right? That's what we do to kids. Do you? <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> and therefore, it must Apparently, continue. Sophie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have kids. Because it seems like it's easy to fuck yeah. that up. Yeah, um, fair. <laughs> so, um, speaking of which, back to our story of Christine Chandler. Um so Christine says that after speaking her first word at two months old, uh, mm-hmm. she did not say another word for six years. Um, she does have autism. Uh, mm-hmm. The medical papers are available online. A ton of her – she has posted a ton of like her papers. On, about, she gets into these like online arguments and will like post things to prove stuff she's saying. So that that is – this is not a case of like a self-diagnosis. Right. This is someone who has like a medical diagnosis. And that part is credible, the idea that maybe she didn't say anything until she was six. It is not uncommon for people with autism to have kind of a d- delay of like when they start speaking, when their kind of yeah. language abilities come in and stuff. You know, that's that's not a, an uncommon thing. Um now, obviously, we're not particularly good as a society at taking care of autistic children now um, or any children, but particularly children with autism. Yeah. Um, and the mid-1980s were the fucking Wild West for that. Like it was a, a, just an incredibly brutal time to to be a kid uh, with autism. It was not even added to the DSM until 1980. Uh, it was not until 1987 that the diagnostic criteria was expanded to allow a diagnosis if symptoms became apparent after 30 months of age. And mm-hmm. most kids are over two years old when they are diagnosed. So a lot of, yeah, fucked up stuff kids are dealing with who are born around the time that Christine is. Now, the papers that we have showing a diagnosis for her are from 2004. She claims to have been diagnosed for the first time at around age five or six. If so, this would have happened right around the earliest time that such a diagnosis would have been possible. Mm -hmm. Christine claims the doctor who diagnosed her was a speech therapist at James Madison University. This doctor told her parents she had high functioning, which is not a term we use anymore, autism, uh, and would never make it to high school or even be able to write her own name. And of course, Christine went on to do both of these things. I don't know how accurate that is, but it's certainly not out of line with other stories you hear from kids who were, you know, going through the education system with this at the same time. So uh, when Christine was very young, she was placed alone with a babysitter she describes as abusive. Um, The specific Mm -hmm. abuse she discusses is being locked uh, in her toy room after having all of the lights turned off. Um, as an adult, she consistently describes this experience as traumatic. Her parents continued to use the babysitter after this point. Um, Christine believes this is what gave her autism, which obviously is not the case. Right. Um, but I believe she had some traumatic experiences with an adults locking her away, you know, and, and stuff. Um, so in 1990 to 1991 school year, Christine's parents pulled her out of class for unknown reasons. Uh, she claims now that she was forcibly restrained by the school principal in a quasi-sexual manner. She also claims the principal was homosexual and that this is what inspired Christine's decades-long homophobia. Um, it is unclear exactly what happened Uh here. Um, Christine is very Christian and very has been was for most of the time she was people knew anything about her incredibly uh, bigoted against gay people so hard to say if this is like what happened here 
exactly, right. but there was apparently a court case over the matter. However, the actual court case that we have documentation on was not based in any sort of assault and was instead the county trying to have Christine sent to a special school. So some of what she's saying may have just been resentment over this whole thing she was going through with the school. It is very hard to say. Um, Christine was homeschooled during the fifth grade because of all of this, whatever actually happened. She she winds okay. up being homeschooled for a year. Um, the family eventually left their hometown and relocated to Richmond over this issue. In 1993, when Christine was 11, she entered a Sonic the Hedgehog contest at KB Toys and won a shopping spree. Okay. Local news cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually video footage of oh, her interesting. in this. That's, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of thing that when I was 11 in 1993, I probably mm-hmm. would have made up that I had done. No, no. She, you know, this, so we know this awesome. happened. Yeah. Okay. And it, that was like my footage. dream when I was 11. Yeah. It's every. I mean, who wouldn't have wanted a KB toy shopping spree yeah. in 1993? Like, and have one Sonic the Hedgehog. And, and have, yeah, a one a Sonic the Hedgehog contest, the coolest kind of contest. You, yeah, there's video yeah. of this that you That's can awesome. find. That's awesome. Okay. Unfortunately, okay. the video is mostly, like, it's mostly people making fun of her because she's, you know, kind of like an awkward, nerdy kid winning a contest and very excited and very happy. But she's clearly overjoyed in the footage, yeah. which is which is great. Uh, it's nice to know that she had a nice moment in her life. Um, yeah. This seems to have sparked a lifelong fascination with Sonic the Hedgehog. She will be obsessed with Sonic for the rest of her life up to the present day, to a degree that becomes very problematic. Um, <laughs> oh God, and I think I, it's... I'm going to find yeah. out later, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, it's it's not great. It's not great. I think maybe it has something to do with the fact that like in a really difficult and largely unpleasant childhood, this is like a shining mm-hmm. moment for her. And so she kind of latches on yeah, yeah. to this. Yeah, it's pretty bleak. Yeah. Margaret, <laughs> it's, there's not going to be a lot of happy moments. This whole thing this is story. kind of just heartbreaking because she's so yeah. far a, a very easy self-insert character. Oh God! Yeah, Pina. at this point, she's nothing but a kid who's been unfairly harmed by every single person who should be taking care of her. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty bad. Uh, it's pretty bad. So in middle school, uh, this will be the least surprising thing we say today. Christine had difficulty with bullies. Um, yeah, uh, not not super surprising. And and it was, you know, the th- she has, for I think understandable reasons, a really, really, really aggressive temper. And mm-hmm. the particular way that kids would fuck with her was by setting her off so that she would have these kind of emotional explosions and then she would get yeah. in trouble. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think if we haven't been that person in our childhoods, we knew uh, a couple of kids who were dealing yep. with versions of that. Yeah. The only kid who was worse bullied than me was the one that you could set off like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And you either like react that way to try to scare people off or you develop the ability to just kind of turtle up and pretend yeah. you're not affected by it at yeah. all. Yeah, um, and and Christine, you know, is the explosive type. Uh, she did have a very good teacher during this time who actually understood her and was able to help her get along in class with other kids. When she graduated middle school, this teacher wrote her a note. And again, the note, like Christine posts the note later, like this is the thing that we, like you can see it. Um, and the note says, quote, the most important parting words I can leave you with well are to always remember this. You show people where your weak points are located, then they will know how to push your button. If you never show them, they will never know. Okay. So that's this teacher's advice, which I can't say is bad advice. Um, no, it's, yeah. you gotta be like next level to like, um, 
I wouldn't have been able to do as a teenager, but you know, my favorite trick is pretending to show people where my weak spots are and then just being yeah. like, just kidding. I'm completely untouchable. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't like showing your belly doesn't work in middle no. school. I wouldn't no. recommend it to anyone. All of the anti-bullying advice I ever got was entirely garbage. Yeah. I, I have I have literally never heard good advice for kids of that age on how to deal with bullying. No. And I don't think it exists. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think the only actual thing to do is stop kids from bullying. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Kind of on everyone but the child in that situation to figure out how to deal with it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. <sighs> Yay. You know who doesn't bully? I I don't you're feel not, confident you're answering not, this. You're not doing yeah. this right now. <sighs> am, am I not? I mean. I mean, you can, but I just, this horrible ad transition. Look, when, when kidnaps children and puts them on an island off the coast of Indonesia to be hunted by the global 1%. Wait, if that's I say not bullying. Will it get censored? It, yeah, I mean, maybe. We're, we're kind of like half and half on it. Oh, no, I'm saying this <laughs> like, so that you can censor when I say... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we can bleep them this time. Yeah, uh, so obviously it's not bullying to hunt children for sport on an island off the coast of Indonesia. That's just, you know, it's not like it's not bullying to hunt a deer, you know? It's just... Well, yeah. if you're hunting children for food, I mm-hmm. feel like there's a different set of ethics there. I mean, Elon Musk is definitely like a use every part of 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 the child that you hunt with a bow off the coast oh of Indonesia. Oh my god, he probably would aprons. be. <laughs> uh, it's like I take veal. it back. Hunting for sport is better. Yeah. <laughs> Just be evil. Just admit you're evil. It's better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of admitting, Just you're like evil. the at no, I mean, just like your Samats. Yeah. <laughs> The evidence keeps pouring in. At this point, the facts are undeniable. It's an open and shut case. Monopoly Go is the most fun you can have in a mobile game. Millions of people pass Go every day because this game is always bringing something new to the table. Countless crazy tournaments you can join with your friends as partners or teams. Constantly changing challenges like money sprees or treasure hunts that keep it fresh with new wild minigames. Timed events offering bonuses like massive multipliers or rent frenzies to help you get huge rewards. And there's so many rewards to discover. Rare stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums, delightful emojis to taunt people with when you raid their riches, unique playing pieces, and so much more. The verdict is in with Monopoly Go. There's something new to discover every time you play. So don't miss out. Go download it now for free on the App Store and Google Play. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless, when Mint Mobile has phone plans for 15 bucks a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. 
Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash behind. That's mintmobile.com slash behind. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash behind. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower, above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Ah, we're back. Boy. Howdy. <laughs> Lots of good stuff is happening to our Lots of good, real, real bad stuff. Um, oh, bad this stuff, is, bad this stuff. is, uh, I think this is, I would not go into detail about someone experiencing something like this if it was not kind of necessary for understanding the whole story of like, why they become the person that this architecture of harassment gets built around. Yeah. Um, and so unfortunately it is kind of necessary, although it is quite bleak. Um, part of why I feel a little better about saying it is that we know most of this because Christine has like repeatedly posted it and discussed it and like provided original documents. Yeah. Um, so this is Which not is going that, exactly against the teacher's advice. Oh God. Yeah. They, she does not take one, one bit of this advice, um, which you know, I mean, anyway, yeah. yeah. So Christine had a number of female friends as a child. Uh, some of them were subtly abusive. Um, one early friend who lived nearby convinced her to crawl under the house into a heating duct and then locked her inside. Um, oh Christine, again, this is pre-transition and stuff. And is, is yeah. she's really desperate to be like, to have like a, a, a girlfriend basically. Um, and oh, to, social to kind date of, or to be one of the girls? I think to date, to oh, date. Because, okay. I, I mean, maybe there is some of that, like... It, it's, to the, I'll say that yeah. as, a, as a trans girl who dates mostly uh, mm-hmm. mostly women, yeah. uh, it's blurry. Yeah. <laughs> the, the desire to be one of the girls and to date the girls yeah. is all confused up. Yeah, and, so. I, and I think at this period it is really blurry. Because she definitely re- takes a lot of 
particular joy in hanging out with like groups of, of girls at the school. And I, some mm-hmm. of it's also probably just that like they're less likely th- to the extent that they make fun of her or harass her. It's like not obvious in the mm-hmm. way that like when boys do it, it, like she knows what's being done. It's clear that someone's attacking her. Mm-hmm. And I guess if you don't know that people are like making fun of you, that's a more pleasant situation than knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Until you find out, right? Like right. until the kid, until you get locked in a heating duct. Um, yeah, yeah, it's very sad. Um, she revealed later that she had another female friend who her father paid to hang out with her in order to make her look normal. Um, <laughs> which is, oh boy, again, parents of the year here. <laughs> like he like tried. He, he yeah. tried. It's yeah, not, it's I, not how we should have tried. It's not how we should have tried. I don't know. Like it's it, it it's he seems like he's kind of like a weird engineery dude who was not oh. at all prepared to have a kid with the kind of needs that Christine had and Yeah. Yeah, he, I guess he tried. He tried to solve it like an um, engineering problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, that said, you know, there is a lot of kind of mockery, but I think it, it does seem like Christine had actual friends, um, who she called her gal pals and some of them did care about her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there were, there were some who kind of recognized that she's being victimized and wanted to provide her with some support. Um, so in high school, she does kind of build a little community for herself. Um, it was in high school that all, that Christine started developing an increasingly elaborate fantasy world. This started with a school project where she had to create cartoon characters for a story. The characters couldn't be copyrighted, so she merged some of her favorite characters together, creating a mix of Sonic and Pikachu called Sonichu. <laughs> she fell in love with this character and started incorporating it into a variety of cartoon art that she seemed to create almost like kind of compulsively. Mm-hmm. Um, Christine graduated around 2000, and this seems to have been the beginning of a long downward slide for her. The group of friends she'd made in high school went their separate ways. Christine went to a local community college and started studying, but she grew increasingly lonely and aware of the fact that other people were partnering off. In her idiosyncratic diction, Christine calls this her love quest, dedicated to finding a sweetheart. As she started flirting with women, she found out that they all had boyfriends. As a result, Christine became obsessed with what she she called the, quote, infinitely high boyfriend factor. She grew terrified of being confronted by the boyfriends of girls that she flirted with and decided to instead create a special method to flirt only with boyfriend-free girls. This is like the, the diction she uses to discuss this. The end result of this idea was a sign that Christine created uh, and would carry out in public that said, I am a 21-year-old single male seeking an 18- to 21-year-old single female companion. This is like a sign that she will walk around huh. with at like school and stuff. Um, uh-huh. Other, yeah, it's it's an interesting call. Yeah. Other variations of the sign read, "I am seeking a boyfriend-free girl," um, and you get like the logic here. Like she doesn't want to upset anybody, but she's very very lonely, and right. so in her mind, this is the logical way to go about doing that. Right. Yeah. I wish better dating advice had been made available to her. Yeah, I do. You also have to wonder if like online dating had existed more in its present form, would maybe that have been a little easier or would people right. have just like picked out her profile and made fun of it on Twitter? Probably the latter. Um, God, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out, is it like, is it better that I got my youth over with before the internet or is it? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. The internet's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Chris Chan 
would sit, and that she starts going increasingly by Chris Chan in this period of time, mm-hmm. uh, would sit around holding or standing, or stand around holding the sign on her college campus, which did not go over well. The dean ordered her to stop doing this uh, as she considered this <laughs> behavior technically soliciting sex, which I guess it kind of is. I mean, like... Not in that way. Yeah, like this... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe... Yeah. Also, it's definitely weird. I can't say that it's yeah. like inherently any more harmful than like the other ways people flirt on college campuses no it's substantially better than most of the things that cause romance and sex on college campuses it's not the worst way people are going about doing this thing within the context of a community college yeah if this was like a rom-com movie she would be a side character and then she'd find the other really nerdy girl yeah there'd be another kid with a sign and yeah. yeah And it'd be perfect. And that's the end. And that's nothing bad happens from here on. And that's the end of the show. So I, it's thanks for coming on and Mm -hmm. happily ever after. That's Mm -hmm. the name of the show, right? Yep. This is the story of a weird person who everything ended well for. Hooray. (laughs) Welcome to behind the basically nice weird people. Um, A podcast that shouldn't exist. (laughs) Um, So, after the dean shuts down her her love quest, Christine mm-hmm. becomes obsessed uh, with the dean, uh, whose name is Mary Lee Walsh, and starts writing the dean into an increasingly elaborate comics as the bad guys. Uh, uh, Christine <laughs> slandered the dean via an animated newsletter she distributed and was eventually expelled for a year. Um, and this, it's like, when I say this, like a lot of it's like weird and violent stuff happening to this uh-huh. character to this this dean character who has the exact name of the real dean yeah it's like really specifically violent stuff yeah um so you know maybe don't email that to random people at your college because columbine happened yeah this is this is post columbine so yeah this no, is post columbine no <laughs> yeah people are people are not like chill about that kind of thing you know yeah <laughs> Um, so Christine graduates, uh, in 2006 with an associate's degree. She was briefly employed by a Wendy's for like three months, but could not get along with her manager or coworkers. So she fell increasingly further into her fantasy world, building an elaborate fantasy city named after her initials, uh, which CWC Ville, mm-hmm. um, or Quickville is usually how she'll pronounce it. And she put, starts putting like these drawings and stories on her MySpace and her personal website. Mm-hmm. In October of 2007, one user of the Something Awful forums brought up Christine, uh, Chris Chan at this point, due, during a thread about a separate online creator. Um, during this time, goons would regularly find people making things online who are like weird or the stuff they're making is funny, bad, and then would just like put up threads to marvel at it. Sometimes it was mean and mocking. Sometimes it was like legitimately like amazed and fascinated. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see both in the original thread with people discovering Chris Chan's peculiar art style and her bizarre way of phrasing things. In short order, a new thread was made by a goon who lived in Charlottesville and claimed to have seen her around. Quote, this person used to leave business cards at my school's library where they would hang out for hours looking for a boyfriend-free girl. This is how I first learned of them. <laughs> From here, I developed something of it. It's, 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 I I, this is the so point at which it's hard not to laugh too, right? <laughs> well, that's the thing though. That's why people start being fascinated because it's so bizarre and like yeah. her ways of, the idiosyncratic way she phrases things is just yeah. so like, you kind of have to pay attention. It's just like, so yeah. what? Um, and it's like not there, there's a mix of like just people being mean and people just marveling at like well that's weird right you know 
And this is a different time in the internet. When you start making fun of someone or, or even just like comment marveling at somebody on a website, the idea is not that this is going to like bleed into the real world, right? Right. Everyone knows that now. This is 2007. So people are just like, hey, here's this website where when we see something different, we like post it to be like, well, what's going on here? You know? Yeah. Um, some of it's mean spirited, but it's not all mean spirited. Um, so yeah, uh, to continue that quote, this is how I first learned of them. From here, I developed something of an obsession culminating last summer when I made a special trip to a gaming store and local hangout where they would had posted they would be. They were every bit as, and then they use an offensive slur for autistic people, mm-hmm. as I had imagined. Um, so this is, what's interesting about this is that this is kind of the first piece of evidence you have. And one of the first ones I remember from that period of time of someone not just being like, oh, look at this weird person that we're like talking about on the internet, but, but like going them. to see them. Exactly, exactly. Yes. Super that's, gross. That's an escalation, right? Yeah. It's, a, it's, um, like, it's like a huge violation. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's it's like a it's a whole thing. Um Horrible. that this is this is like the first sign we get of like where things are gonna go yeah. for the internet. Yeah. So goons, which is what you call people on the forum this time, um, mm-hmm. quickly fell in love with Christine, uh, particularly the music videos that she had posted for a Parappa the Rappa contest, which is a a rap video game. So she doesn't post a video where she's doing a rap and people make fun of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, by this point, most of her comics focused around her quest for a boyfriend-free girl and included strange and unintentionally revealing sexual fantasies, along with lines like these as the sign-off on her website, enjoy, learn, and stay straight. And then in all caps, I am serious. She doesn't uh, like huh. g- gay people. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's she's just, not a it's so out of person. character for everything <laughs> yeah. else that's happening about yeah. her life. Mm-hmm. That she's like deeply homophobic. Um, yeah. I mean, she's, you know, raised by these arch boomers. Oh, yeah. No, totally. And then yeah. has like, and has decided to blame homosexuality for some of the trauma mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, it's just, it's just so interesting because like, other than that thing, you're, you're sort of describing my friend group in high school. Yeah. You know, like people yeah. who are deeply weird who fall into their own fantasy worlds and do kind of interesting stuff. And sometimes it's really cringy and sometimes it's really awesome. And sometimes you can't yeah. tell which of the two is happening. And yeah, but I was definitely a weird kid who drew a lot of comics in high school. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like there's, again, everything about her is just like one degree kind of off from a million other people. And right. as a result, she winds up being a spectacle for the internet. You right. Know? Um, so goons quickly latched onto the fact that Christine had lost a PlayStation rapping contest and made a fake winner page for herself on the website, along with a somewhat unhinged rant about the injustice of the fact that they were the real winner, uh, or, the, and like, so she calls the real winner, the X winner, um, and accuses her of violating rules that existed only in her own head. Um, she also mentioned going through quote, lonesome depression, Um, And some goons in these original threads did make a note of the fact that she was dealing with some serious mental health issues. One user called Jokomo posted, I understand that Mary Lee Walsh is some sort of administrator at the community college she attended and that she had her expelled. But what was it she did to cause that? Also, does anyone else think that a no contact order might be a good thing for her to have? I don't want to be a person who says, oh shit, she drew a picture, lock her up. But she does seem to have a pretty focused animus towards her, sustained over a period of time. She seemed to have a hard time letting go 
if she sees herself as unfairly thwarted. Maybe she will stick with making silly videos and comics for revenge, which is like not an unreasonable, when you look at like the yeah. degree of obsession over this person, not an unreasonable like fear to have. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it's it's worth noting that like if someone were on the internet doing this stuff, if, if you, you just like suddenly became aware of someone posting and saying a lot of the same things that Chris Chan was posting in this period today, you would think they were like incel adjacent, right? There's a lot of violent fantasies about harm coming to her inter- enemies. There's a lot of obsession with sex. It does feel incel um, adjacent, yeah. It, it is, yeah, it, and it is. Um, but that wasn't a thing back then. Again, this is right. like 2007 or so. And this is the only example of that concern that I found. Um, other posters did note that Christine engaged in some semi-stalkery behavior. Uh, and this is from someone who apparently lived in the area. They found this out by around. stalking her. No, 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 I think they just went to the... <laughs> no, again, I, she, just, she's, she's show, yeah, like yeah, every, yeah. Both sides of this are stalkers yeah. so far. Yeah. Sure. This is, is someone who just says that, like, I have seen her uh-huh. around campus. I thought she was just... I just thought she was in an anime club or something. <laughs> I never saw her with signs. I learned a lot more about her when she messaged my sister on MySpace and invited her out for a soda. She bec- she declined, and she became increasingly more harassive towards her until she uh, blocked her. Uh, so... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know... That's that's where this story's going. That's why she's failing. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. Just be so, less creepy and you'll do much better. That's my dating that, advice to uh, lonely listeners. Speaking of advice that like never helps anybody, be less creepy doesn't seem to work much either. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think both with dealing with bullies and not being creepy, the best thing that works is having good role models. Like people that you admire who like are better at handling those situations than you that you then like can see like, oh, that's a better way to do things than the way my brain is telling me to do things. And then you become a better person. No, that's true. That's part of cognitive behavioral therapy actually is modeling. Yeah. That's so that's what everyone that'll solve all problems. I'm glad we figured that that out. mm -hmm. No, I'm going to crowdfund a thing where we do just that and ignore all other possibilities for dealing with these problems because yeah. that's how yeah. we solve problems. It is it is actually a good solution. I'm not trying to minimize yeah. that. I'm just yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah. it's, the, all of these things are like I do think part of why she's having so much trouble is that her parents seem to be completely withdrawn from the world. Um you know, her dad is retired pretty early on in her life. Her mm-hmm. mom is this like hoarder who hides at home. I don't think she gets any kind of adult modeling of like how to be in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone, I don't think she has anyone who, like, she can look at and be like, oh, this is, like, how you deal with a conflict. Yeah. Like, this is how you negotiate, like, when you're having a disagreement with a person, you know? This is how you approach someone that you're interested in, in a way that's, like, not threatening or or kind of harassing. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that exists for her at all, um, which doesn't excuse the fact that she is now stalking people and doing right. some, like, really gross shit, but... It's also, it's hard to see how this person could have easily learned, like, good ways to deal with stuff either. Yeah, especially. Yeah. Because when your friends are in high school, you're all making terrible decisions and doing things terribly. But if you stay friends with them, then at some point you can be like, oh, that's how you date. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And also, like, I think if you, like, everyone's going to be a shitty person at a certain point in their life because it's hard to be a person yeah. who's not shitty. It's a learning process for all of us. And I think the fact that Christine is going through these learning processes and posting everything that she is experiencing online yeah. and it is increasingly being consumed by 
people who are now obsessed with her makes it kind of impossible for her to change in positive ways. Speaking of death spirals, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of death spirals. Yeah. So the thing that commenters, and it's it's just something awful right now that's kind of obsessed with her, but the thing commenters are particularly delighted by is her Sonichu medallion. This is like a medallion she's made out of some sort of like, it's one of those kind of Play-Dohs that you can like fire in an oven to actually harden it. She makes like a medallion Sculpey. shaped like the, yeah, Sculpey, something mm-hmm. like that. She makes a medallion shaped like the face of this cartoon character she's created, and she wears it everywhere, um, generally while dressed as Ash Ketchum from Pokemon. Like, she's, like, wearing specifically that outfit, like the striped shirt and everything. Um, so goons are endlessly entertained by this, um, and they also find her MySpace page, which is filled with entries like this. To those who are reading this today, I was at the new Target store across from Forest Lakes, just hanging around, not bothering anyone. And from out of the blue, these two uh, jerks asked me to leave because they said that I was loitering. I was not. I was there hoping to find an 18 to 23-year-old boyfriend-free girl, like I usually do. <laughs> I think that's loitering. Bl- <laughs> that, is, that is loitering. I'm pro-loitering. <laughs> <laughs> but that is definitely loitering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then from out of the blue, after I told them off, they came back with two cops. I was slightly intimidated, but mostly annoyed and ready to strike back on them. They asked me to leave and never return. I did not want to leave. I would have left peacefully. In fact, I was ready to go, but I had one thing to say to them. And during the middle of my speech, they chased me, pulled my pants, and pinned me to the floor. As I struggled, they handcuffed my wrists and legs, and they hogtied me. Not only did I feel humiliated from being the victim, but I was angry at them. Not only for handcuffing me, but for once again thwarting my efforts in trying to find a boyfriend-free girl. They drove me to the county jail, but fortunately they did not keep me there. I was released to my family. Um, that's heartbreaking, so I gotta admit. That's Yeah, heartbreaking. Fuck the cops. Yeah. Uh, definitely not making the situation better. No. Um, and I should note that she, I, I have edited this slightly. Like, for mm-hmm. example, she never says cops. She calls them jerk ops. But and she has like different little terms like this for mm. for people that she dislikes. If you read it all this way without being completely up to date on your your Chris Chan lore, it, mm-hmm. it sounds like nonsense. So I'm 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 altering it somewhat for this to be understandable. But yeah, that's a bleak story, right? Yeah, yeah. Like obviously, a, a discussion should be had about when it is appropriate to walk around asking random people uh, if, if they, if have they a boyfriend. are boyfriend-free yeah. girls. Yeah, like, we, yeah. <laughs> that's certainly not ideal behavior. Right. But I think being tackled and hogtied is not going to make that situation any better. No, because she um, would have left. Like, she yeah, just, yeah. based on the way that her mental state was mm-hmm. working, she just had to call them jerk ops probably first. And then, yeah, she had to, like, say some shit. Yeah. Because the, the, that's kind of what's going on with her. But of course they're cops, so obviously they use ex- egregiously excessive force on a mentally ill person. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, you know who isn't a cop, unless it's the Washington State Highway Patrol again advertising on the show. In which case, definitely cops. Definitely cops. Do you think they do it ironically? Do you think that they're just like, <sighs> I don't know? They're we spending get so money, much right? Money. I know, but they get so <laughs> yeah. much of it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really weird. Um, Just like hate anyway, advertising. Yeah, here's the Washington State Highway Patrol to tell you how to bully people who can't fight back.
The evidence keeps pouring in. At this point, the facts are undeniable. It's an open and shut case. Monopoly Go is the most fun you can have in a mobile game. Millions of people pass Go every day because this game is always bringing something new to the table. Countless crazy tournaments you can join with your friends as partners or teams. Constantly changing challenges like money sprees or treasure hunts that keep it fresh with new wild mini-games. Timed events offering bonuses like massive multipliers or rent frenzies to help you get huge rewards. And there's so many rewards to discover. Rare stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums. Delightful emojis to taunt people with when you raid their riches. Unique playing pieces and so much more. The verdict is in with Monopoly Go. There's something new to discover every time you play. So don't miss out. Go download it now for free on the App Store and Google Play. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ah, that was some great tips from the Washington State Highway Patrol on how to be brutally cruel to people who don't have the ability to fight back. I love it. Do you? No. Me what do you? It was probably you, just you, ads for other podcasts. <laughs> could, uh, could well, like the newest show on our network, the Washington State Highway Patrol cast. That's, that's why like you not, hired me. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> actually a leak. That's Margaret's podcast. Mm-hmm. It's 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 every week a new Washington State Highway Patrol officer talks about their job while Margaret uh, tells them in I don't increasingly even, I can, elaborate I ways they even, can fling themselves off the top of a building. <laughs> but here's the thing: I can't even take this bit seriously because it's because mm-hmm. they suck so much. Listen mm-hmm. to our "It Could Happen Here" episode on the Washington State Patrol, <laughs> mm-hmm. or our like three episodes on the Chicago PD, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the two behind the bastards as we did on Border Patrol. All we're saying is that, or our entire uh, series called. 
called Behind the Police. <laughs> yeah, every city in America, you could you could dedicate yeah. weeks and weeks and content and not hit the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Every city in America has a bunch of dudes with guns who would see a, a kind of weird kid with yeah. a sign and a medallion that they clearly made themselves and decide hog tying is the right answer to this the, yeah. this problem. Um. So yeah. Uh. Obviously. Something awful in 2007, compassion is not at the top of anyone's list. And when people start finding this stuff out, reading these stories, there's this kind of like awe at her peculiarities Mm -hmm. uh, and particularly her quest for a boyfriend-free girl. On MySpace, Chris Chan wrote in detail about her desire to find a, quote, soulmate slash soul lover slash mother of future daughter um, who she would name Crystal. Christine's requirements for her girlfriend were specific and deeply offensive, stating that she must be white or sometimes white-bodied and normal-sized to thin. Real ugly women need not apply, nor should the, quote, low functionally mentally handicapped or autistic people. Although, quote, I myself am high functionally autistic, but that's beside the point. Definitely beside the point. Yeah. Yeah, There goes goes my, like, shred of... (laughs) She's not a good person. No. <laughs> no. Um, she does fall into my category of like, well, how could she have been much better than this? Um, yeah. But not a, just, I, I think there's a lot of blame. I, she has to be hearing this from her dad and her mom, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think she would have picked up from fucking Sonic video games saying shit like this about people who aren't, you know. Yeah, because then you're supposed to be blue yeah. in that game, I think. Yeah. It's been a long time. I, this, there's got to be a lot of racism she was encountering as a kid, yeah. um, and she just didn't yeah. quite get over it. I mean, yeah. she's an adult now, but yeah, she should have at this point. Uh, I guess messy. I don't know how to say. I'm, yeah, I am this, not enough of an expert to pine about this. Is this is part of why? Yeah, people get obsessed with her because it's this mix of like. This is what stops you when you when you start like making fun of her and you start like these even these harassment campaigns. She'll always mm-hmm. say or do something really awful that makes it easy to keep going because then you don't have to feel as bad, right? You know, if she weren't a person with some really fucked up, unpleasant things that she was doing and saying, it would have been harder for so many people to to keep this up, you know. Oh, uh, which gets into really dark stuff about the ways that we choose to. Yep. people to demonize based on yeah yep. this is kiwi farms and when we talk about like that kind of harassment is mostly a bunch of terrible people picking people who are generally not terrible mm-hmm. and harassing them but there is in the germs of the christian in the christian story there are the germs of like every time you get people forming twitter mobs over some like stupid bullshit to like destroy a person's life because like they didn't quite phrase something the way you liked it or because like like yeah. The, the same, like all of it has its genesis here. You can see every piece of it here. And some of it is just that like, oh, well, she's racist. So let's let's keep making fun of her, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Which for some people is perfect. I'm, like they're, they're, that's easy to justify and not necessarily yeah. in a bad way. I mean, like sometimes it, but you can't make fun of someone for like the Sonic Pikachu. You have yeah. to make fun of them for being a white supremacist. Yeah. 
but but it all just kind of blurs together yeah. for Christine. And and the, more than anything, what people are laughing at is the fact that she's different, you know? Yeah, like the, totally. The fact that she's racist and stuff is a part of it, but it's it's not the primary thing that she gets harassed over. Yeah. So once this is posted, uh, a goon decided to reach out to Chris Jan, writing, quote, I just sent a little message to her on MySpace, nothing mean. I'm genuinely curious on what she thinks about some things. Hopefully she'll reply pretty soon, although I have no ideas of time zones or anything. Um, so this was immediately followed up by another goon expressing what a bad idea this was and quite by accident, summing up the next 14 years of Christine's life. I know this is something awful, but at the end of the day, she does have a disability. I took a quick glance at this and immediately felt sorry for her. It's a words and all window into her lonely life. Her childish innocence clashes with her misguided attempts of acting grown up so badly it's disturbing and sad. Unfortunately, she can post on the internet, which means she can be ridiculed. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. So, yep. Yeah, there's people who get what's going on. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Pretty bleak. So this so, is like before yeah. troll culture really yeah. solidified. This is the birth of troll culture. And so you can see how like some of the people involved in the birth of troll culture weren't necessarily coming at it. Mm-hmm. In the they were same. coming at it from like Look at this person. This is weird. This is interesting. Like yeah. this art is is strange. These she has all these elaborate comics, and people like just want to read them. And like, you know, you can uh, discuss like whether or not it's cool to do that. But it's not harassment to like find this person's posted their weird comics. Let's like laugh at them. You know, right? That's not necessarily abusive or harassing. It's just like consuming someone's content, maybe in a way they wouldn't like. But they put it out there, and you have a right, right to like feel how you do about it. Then it starts to expand to like, well, let's reach out to her in person. I want to talk to her. You know, I want to like see her. And there are people who are into the the ground floor of this where you're just like marveling at this person's kind of weird behavior who are like, well, th- this is a disabled person. You shouldn't be like reaching out to them and like finding them in the real world. And like, yeah, you, we could do a lot of damage here. There's like that. Right. You, you see in that post someone being like, we could really do some damage here. This is a, a person who should not be fucked with. You yeah. know? So folks are aware of what – some mm-hmm. folks at least are aware of what could happen, and it keeps happening. Uh, while there were more Something Awful threads about Christine over the years, it was 4chan where following her would develop into a subculture. And being 4chan, people immediately took things way too far. Now, Encyclopedia <laughs> Dramatica was, was new back then, and Anons created a page for her. Chris Chan found out about her – Encyclopedia Dramatica page. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about this person, the worst thing that could happen is that she become aware that she has a page on ED because she's not going to handle that well. Yeah. Um, I think she finds out because one of her stalkers emails her about it. And this is going to be the first time where she really fails to follow the good advice her middle school teacher gave her. Instead of ignoring the trolls, Christine starts making dozens and dozens of corrections to the Encyclopedia Dramatica page. Which is that rules. not a good call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, if you know anything about this particular thing of the internet, this is the best thing you could have done for the folks making fun of her on Fortune. Like they are yeah. over the moon about this stuff, yeah, right? Because now they get to like make fun of her attempts at like defending herself and like yeah. what she says and all this stuff. Um, They found it hilarious, like every defense she has. She would respond to incorrect claims about, for example, her sexuality by providing evidence to prove them wrong. So people would like joke that she was like gay or I think asexual. And so she would like provide evidence of her sexual fantasies to 4chan Uh in order to, yeah. Fuck, Uh uh-huh. 
Yeah, that's bad. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. It, it's comprehensively bad because some of the evidence, she has like a female friend uh, at this point, like one of her first, like one of her few like people that she actually can hang out with and be social with. Uh-huh. And the evidence she provides to 4chan to show that she's straight is pornographic drawings she's made of this friend of hers. Um, that was probably really good for the friendship. Yeah, it does not go over well Um, because Christine had previously like kind of expressed romantic interest in this person and the friend had very gently been like, I don't, I don't, you know, see you that way. I don't want to, but I want to be your friend. Um, And of course she's rightly horrified when she finds out that her friend has provided pornography Mm -hmm. that she drew of them to thousands of strangers. That's a thing you (laughs) you should be angry about. (laughs) Bob's Burgers Um, has this. Bob's what? Bob's Burgers has erotic friend fiction. Louise, I think, is oh yes, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Erotic friend fiction, yeah. is, is not a a winner in social circles. Don't post it online. Yeah. You know, whatever you're going to do, yeah. certainly don't hand it to 4chan to prove that you're straight, right? Um, and yeah, Christine loses this friend forever, and of course, it, it is the funniest thing that these people who are now stalking her have ever. Uh, ever experienced um, and and all of the terrible things only kind of escalate from there but you know what doesn't escalate from here Margaret the episode because this is this is the end of part one oh. and it's yeah time for your um, your pluggables how, how are you feeling Margaret <laughs> I, you know, like, I, it's not that I feel like I got tricked into coming on to <laughs> whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's not like this is really close to home. Someone exactly my age who, uh, yeah, who's, from the who's same part of the world. Like weird, yeah. shitty, like behavior from like classmates and like, yeah. well, I, I, like, here's the thing. You can find uh, literally, there's probably more, we, we're building this. There is probably more written about. Christine than any other figure in history, like okay. in terms of biographical information. I doubt there is more biographical information about like people like fucking Hitler out there. Wow. Um, right. And more like it is the degree to which people obsess over her life is insane. Yeah. Um, and nearly all of what you're going to find is like really grossly voyeuristic and like mocking. Yeah. And I think this is an important story because it is kind of foundational to why the internet is the way that it is and why internet culture is the way that it is. Yeah. But like, it's also really, it was really important to me in telling this story. You you have to get into an uncomfortable level of detail and it, I don't want it. I I didn't want to just like make fun of this person because I don't think that's good. Um, I just, I do think the story is important because it, it builds to everything we're dealing with right now. No, totally. Um, I, I don't think you're making yeah. fun of her. I. It's just no. It's, and then yet also, you know, the whole racist homophobic thing is not. Yeah, it's not a good look for no. anybody, regardless of what they're dealing no, with. I, but I, I, yeah, I wanted someone else who I felt like would, uh, kind of identify with the being like harassed and made fun of like I was a weird kid who drew cartoons who had yep. like the cartoons taken away from me from like a kid in class who would like read them and shit yep. and, like like I get it yeah I get like some of the shit that that she must have been going through um and and so I I I have actually a lot of compassion for this person who is not a good person yeah but who I think you have to 
approach in a complex way. And um, it's unfortunate that like this, this should never have been a person who like needed to be uh, a, a figure of kind of national attention. That is where this story ends. It ends with her on Tucker Carlson as a heads up. Oh God. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Like, like this, this, this is, this has blown up to the point and, and it, and it's found it again, it's so foundational to like internet culture that I think you have to get into it. But like, it would be really easy to do that and just be like another two hours of people making fun of this mm-hmm. person on the internet. Um, there's a documentary series that's like a couple hundred hours in length on YouTube <laughs> that you can find. Like Fuck. it's it's some it's fucking crazy how much shit there is about this the, person. This is, I mean, um, which is which is uh, anyway. Yep, I don't even know to. Yeah, we'll we'll explain all of <laughs> okay. that in part two, Margaret. Um, but but for now, you got to plug anything. Well, I have a show coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whether I I don't know whether it's announced yet. Um, mm-hmm. Is it announced yet? Can I can I announce Are it we? or no? We can. Yeah, I let's do no, it. Fuck, fuck our corporate overlords. Let's do it. Literally, um, literally, they have no say in this. What are you talking about? Well, let's pretend like we're sticking it to the man by me. All right, we're yeah, signing fuck a, the man. Yeah, that's why I'm signing a contract to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, fuck I have a new man. podcast coming out called Cool People Who Did Cool Stuff. Mm-hmm. And Cool People Who Did Cool Stuff is about uh, well, it, it's about cool people who did um, cool stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, and um, and so people who like behind the bastards but don't like the bastards. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really I'm workshopping the how to pitch this, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So I have a new podcast coming out on May second on Cool Zone Media, um, and other than that, you can find me on Twitter at Magpie Killjoy. Or Instagram at Margaret Kiljoy. On Twitter, I stir up fights that I now feel slightly more guilty for stirring up after listening to this episode. And on Instagram, I talk about how much I love my dog. Aw, that sounds much better than literally anything we've talked about today. Go find a dog. Go take care of a dog today. Margaret's dog is exceptionally beautiful. Your dog is good. Your dog is good. Exceptionally beautiful inside and out. Oh my gosh. Thanks. Well... This has been fun. I'm glad we got to throw in a little middle finger to our corporate overlords. Take that. Yeah, the man. People who, people who give us money whenever we ask and let us do whatever we want. That'll teach you. <laughs> That'll learn you. Um, all right. Go hug a dog. Behind the Bastards is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com. Or... Check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org.
That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. Right now, there are close to 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in state legislatures across the country. Lambda Legal is leading the charge against these hateful bills that target mostly trans and non-binary people. You can fight discrimination and help write the next chapter of Lambda Legal History. To learn more about their open cases and to donate, visit lambdalegal.org. That's lambdalegal.org. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.